Lost in the Specific. The number one podcast dance. Stop, stop, what are you doing? What is that voice? What voice, Dan? That voice. Stop that. Do a different intro. Somewhere in a remote mountain far away, Dan Jin is like, all right, I've had enough. How about, this is Lost in the Specific, let's crack on. Hello, welcome to the third edition of Lost in the Specific. Uh, Quick shout out to everybody who listened last week. I talked about my time in India, wanting to be as candid as I possibly could be. And I got a lot of positive feedback again. Uh, People from India thanked me for giving such a, a balanced view on on their home country. And of course, that was my perspective. Um, I'm sure other people have had a different experience, but uh, yeah, I appreciate the feedback on that one. Uh, I'm a little bit late this week. I I was in a bit of a dark spot the past week. Nothing too severe, but just, shall we go in? Nah, nah, I, I don't want to bring everybody. If you want me to go in to the dark spot, hit me up on Instagram, danjinfo, uh, and I'll talk about it on another episode. But today, we are going to talk about safety. Safety while traveling. I think that's one of the most common, um, the most common themes or topics, for my mother at least, um, that people want to talk about. Because when you're going across the world and you're going into different countries, some of them far more underdeveloped than the one you're used to, then crime tends to be higher. And as a as a tourist, you're, you're, you're more at risk because you might not be as street savvy as some of the locals and people who want to do naughty things like stealing, not giving you a hand job. Stealing naughty things uh, may see you as an easy target. And the truth is, a lot of people on the road are an easy target because they've not got their wits about them. They're kind of going around with glazed eyes like, oh, it's so different from back home. And then before you know, hey, guys, has anyone seen my iPhone? Have you, Steve, have you got my iPhone? No. Because there was like, I just left it in my back pocket for everyone to see. If sometimes I've I've never stolen anything, but when I see people with their smartphones in their back pockets, I just think I should just steal it. They deserve to be robbed. They deserve. <laughs> oh, you can't victim blame. Sorry, sorry. They don't deserve to be robbed that much. But if you know, listen. If you put the crown jewels, not the ones in your pants, the ones you know, like diamonds out in the middle of the road, and you're shocked if someone steals them. I don't know. Fix up a little bit, yeah? Anyway, so, safety on the road. I've been to some dangerous countries. India, dangerous country. Some parts of Thailand, dangerous. Central America, I've been to El Salvador, Honduras, Nicaragua, which have got a terrible reputation for safety. If we're if we're being completely honest, uh, I'm not sure if it still is now. I mean, people say that Nicaragua and El Salvador and Honduras are some uh, are the three most dangerous countries in the world. I'm sure if I went to Afghanistan or Iraq, 
shall we say. And I was walking around in some ISIS hub. I am sure they would be far less safe than these countries in Central America. No, Nicaragua is the most dangerous country in the world. Really? Honestly? Are they throwing people off buildings? Are they... Ah, let's not get into that. I'm a little bit tired, so there's that. But I think, look, I, Touchwood, have been moving around for the best part of four years. Two years solidly, but this kind of nomadic thirst started 2016. And I've been doing it pretty much all on my own. And to this date, I've not really had a huge problem, apart from one, which we will get into. But in the most part, I've, I've, I've kept good. And I think, look, one of the things I do before I go to any new country, and I'm sure some of you will do this as well, but I also know there's a, there's a, a certain section of the, mad, the nomadic community or just people who like to go away that like to just be all carefree and be like, rock up, and that's fine. But at least do a little bit of research. Every place I go to, do some research. I'm in Colombia right now, and um, Medellin, or Medellin, Medellin. I'll get there, eventually. The home, or former home, of Pablo Escobar. Which, by the way, um, there's, a, there's a Pablo Escobar tour which people like to go on, and don't go on the tour. I I know you see the narcos and you read the stories, and look, we glorify these guys. And he had a good heart somewhere in there. He had a good heart. He did a lot for the poor people. But this was the guy responsible for killing innocent people, pushing the city full of drugs. I mean, is, is, he, is he really a hero? Is he... If any of his family that are still living are listening to this, like just stay away, okay? But before I came here, anyway, the point I'm making is before I came here, I knew parts of Colombia, even parts of this city, although it's 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 relatively safe to be honest with you, had its dangerous parts. So I, I get out my map, and what I do is I do my research, and then I just put little little marks on the map, and that just says don't go there. Don't be brave. It's like, oh, no, I'm going to go there and, you know, I don't know. No, don't do that. Don't do that. Why are you missing two legs, Dan? Because I was brave. No, not worth it. So do your research. And try and travel. This is rich coming from a person who's always on his own, pretty much. But I make friends where I go places. I make friends. Get a little community going. But just try and not be on your own. Don't have your valuables on show. I mean, this is all common sense. I I shouldn't have to be telling... I shouldn't have to be telling people how to be safe. But, you know, uh, while I'm on the move, the amount of times I hear people getting robbed, getting, you know, going into dangerous areas because they weren't aware and then something happening to them, whether it's getting mugged, beaten up, you name it, just because they didn't take any kind of simple, straightforward precautions. 
Carry a gun. No, don't. Don't carry a gun. I've never carried a gun. Never, never carried a knife. I don't want to do do that kind of stuff. Um, and it's probably illegal. So I'd stay away from that. But the one problem I had was in Nicaragua. Yeah. And I know I've just said that people have got the wrong impression of Nicaragua. And in the most part, they have. I went during a time where there was a lot of civil and political unrest. The people had had enough of the government. I wasn't really sure what was going on. I mean, someone said oil prices are too high. And I was... Seems a little bit of a severe reaction for an increase in oil price. But I don't want to dilute the fight that the people had because they they seemed angry. Very angry. I mean, I was in the capital. I can't even remember the name of the capital, to be honest with you. And I don't care. But I I was in the capital trying to get to Leon, which is a smaller town south of the capital. And I was stuck there for two days. Two full days, nobody could leave the city. Uh, the roads were were barricaded, blocked by the people, might I add. Not by the police, by the people. They were burnt out cars everywhere. Little bit of looting, which I know people don't approve of. But while the whole city or the whole country is in disarray, you may as well steal a TV. Like... Come on, if if the window's already smashed and it's there, eh, just assume they were giving it away, right? I'm not advocating looting, but I, I kind of like it when the common man comes away with a TV. Common person, sorry, common person comes away with a TV. But on the day when I was going to Leon, finally things looked better, or so I thought. And with a taxi driver, bilingual, English and Spanish, which was good. And he was like, I'm going to get you out of the city. I was like, thank you. Thank you so much. And we're driving, and we must have been driving for around about 20 minutes. And we're approaching a, a roundabout. That's what they call them in the UK, a roundabout. I don't care what they call them in your country. I'm not learning different terms for the same thing. It's too much. Roundabout. And at this roundabout, and this is no exaggeration, we're around about 30 men. 30 beefy, angry-looking men wearing balaclavas, Dark clothes, always always more intimidating if you wear dark clothes. And I thought, oh no. And to make matters worse, pretty much all of them were carrying either a baseball bat or a machete. And as we were approaching the roundabout, they decided to make a human wall in front of our in front of the taxi. And I thought, oh, When you see a group of men with balaclavas, machetes, and baseball bats, no part of you thinks, I reckon this will end all right. My stomach sank. I thought, this is it. This is, this is it. This is the big fat I told you so 
for everyone who said, don't go to Central America, don't go to Nicaragua. My mum, my family, they'll all rejoice in the fact that they were right and I am dead. So the taxi driver starts speaking Spanish. The other guys are speaking Spanish. And the guy with the the the, the head guy, I guess he was, he was the, the leader. Leader Machete Balaclava guy. He's, sh- he's shaking his head. No, 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 no. I was like, oh. Oh, that means, that means the taxi driver said, are you going to let the tourist live? And the guy responded, no, 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 no. That's all that could have happened in that situation. That's what my mind is saying. My palms are sweaty. My heart's beating. And I'm just silent. I'm just kind of looking at them or looking at the, the leader guy, Balaclava leader guy. Just with hope that he'd take pity on me. This is not my fight, amigo. Five more of them come over. I was like, oh, God, no. I mean, no, I, I'm thinking, if they're going to kill me, then just, just let it be the leader. Just quick machete to the head, a nice clean cut. And it's, I don't want to just be like prodded with knives and baseball bats. I don't want to be gang killed. I don't want to go out like that. And then all of a sudden... They all just start laughing and smiling. And then Balaclava Machete leader guy just goes, Adios, amigo. And I'm thinking, oh, he's smiling while he's saying that. Maybe he's just really happy for the fact I'm leaving Earth right now. They all parted. Taxi moved forward. And that was that. And I was a bit pissed off, to be honest with you. I was like, dudes, you put all that build up intimidating faces coming up with the bats none of them with like tapping the bat in the hand like you see on the movies when you're like oh shit they're showing you like they can tap a bat on their hand so they're gonna smack me in the face with that but they'd done this big build up just to smile and wave off like they were working at a toll have a good day sir Thank you. Enjoy your time in Nicaragua. I asked the taxi driver what was on, what was going on. And he said, um, if I was a local, then I wouldn't have been able to leave. I would have had to fight the fight with the people, which, by the way, I probably would have done. Love a protest. Don't want to burn out cars or carry a machete. But get me on the streets with a sign. Hmm? Really make my point. Hmm? All for it. But on this occasion, not my fight. Let me get to Leon. Where I thought, oh, finally, we drive off into the sunset. Safety awaits. Get to Leon. Two buildings had just been blown up. Oh, great. The streets were filled with men and women of all ages with machetes. And they're just smiling at me. Hey. Hey. But listen, that was a a political fight that was going on at a certain time. 
They happen everywhere. Other than that, Nicaragua, El Salvador, Honduras. Some of the nicest people I've ever met. Never felt unsafe, apart from that one occasion. In fact, I probably felt more unsafe when I was in India. I was sat, I was doing some work, and um, there was like a, a hill, little hill, outside of where I was doing the work. And I see a fight, and I thought, I'm going to get pulled into this fight, and it's not going to end well for me. And it was a fight between a monkey and a cat. And they were going for it. The cat was doing, you know, the little cat clawy thing. And the monkey was kind of batting it away, making the, like a monkey sound. The cat, the, the cat's meowing. I thought, shit, this is kicking off. A monkey fighting a cat. I've done some LSD in my younger days and I've had some trips. But never have I seen a monkey on a hill fighting a cat. That's about as dangerous as things got when I was in India. I guess another thing to keep safe could be learning a martial art. And this is something that I've thought about a lot. I've thought, how come I've been to all these places? Stayed in the Bronx in New York. Been to some rural parts of India, Central America. Nothing's ever happened. And I can only assume, or conclude, it's because I just give off a vibe that says, bad motherfucker. I mean, I'm... Five feet, four inches. 167 centimetres, if that's how you measure. I'm 63 kilograms. Nine stone something. 138 pounds. Picture that in your head. Are you going to want to fuck with that? Probably not. Dan Danger Gin is the aura that I give off. And might I add as well, I have got a black belt in YouTube martial arts. Many, 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 many hours invested watching other men and women fight. You're telling me, knowing that I have that kind of knowledge, that kind of data in my brain, you're going to want to take a risk? Don't be foolish. I don't practice Thai boxing, Taekwondo, Jiu-Jitsu, none of that. Danjitsu. That's what I bring to the table. A black belt in Danjitsu. And if you don't know what that is, probably because you're not special enough. But I am offering a course for just $500, £350 where I can teach you the fundamentals of Danjitsu to help you keep safe on your travels. Just hit me up, whatever, hello at danjincreates.com. Lost in the specific, lost in spec on Instagram. I'll keep you safe. Guys, I've never had a fight in my life. 
This has been Lost in the Specific. Thanks for listening. I'm on Spotify, iTunes, Google Podcasts, YouTube, you name it. Keep safe. Keep loving life. I'll be back again next week. See ya.